0: You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Dr. Sarah Spawert is well known for her compassionate-based practice as well as for her precise mindfulness in her everyday life. As a highly regarded professional, she infuses moment-to-moment awareness as she includes the vital emotions of happiness, serenity, and love. Here is the holistic emotional system that you've been waiting for. Here's Dr. Sarah this is Dr. Sarah Spoward with Happiness Learned, um, and I am a licensed uh, therapist. I also teach at University of South Florida, and um, I write. So today what I wanted to talk to you about was something that I get a lot of, I do a lot of work on with clients, and I get a lot of questions about, and essentially that is something called um, the giving stage is what I call it in my book. You are love. Um, so why does this matter? So I I was just thinking about, you know, what I wanted to talk to you about today. And uh, I'm getting uh, married. I have my, my wedding ceremony this weekend. I'm so excited about. And one of the biggest things that I come across with people in relationships is this idea of me, me, me. <laughs> What about me? I don't get my needs met. I need more for me or I'm giving so much to someone else, you know I'm give I'm give and they're they're very unhappy about it, but still the focus is on I so when I challenge people to look at is okay, like let's say you're in a relationship with two people it could be friendship, could be um parent child sibling. I definitely see this with romantic partners, but let's say you there's two people. it's not just about you getting your needs met. It's also, it's you having your individual needs. It's the other person. And then you could say there's a third entity, which is the we. And so looking at a bigger self. um, If you check out um, the blog on my website, I included an image here (laughs) that um, is helpful for understanding what I'm talking about. Uh, Oh, actually, let me see if I do a screen share to show it um yeah so here is the image that i wanted to share uh essentially it looks like a v and at the bottom is an ego which is you could say you're like imagine you're just this energy being and you're Focusing your energy down, your your perspective down into one, like, pinpoint. Um, you could say that's the ego. <laughs> that's your limited perspective. Uh, it's one way of looking at it. Or like a flashlight with a light coming out. It's that one little perspective. And if you're always thinking me, 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 um, you suffer quite a bit, actually. A lot of times people think, oh, narcissist, or if you're self-centered, you get everything you want and you're happy. I've actually not seen that to be the case. And I think, well, you might not be necessarily happy, but maybe you have everything that you need or you're successful. Maybe, but it depends on your perspective of success. So one of the most important parts for happiness is really close, good relationships, connection, and love, honestly. So if we don't have a sense of love, we suffer. If we don't have a sense of connection, we suffer. And if we feel disconnected, isolated, just focused on ourselves, we suffer a lot. So how do you do this? How do you cultivate more love, more happiness, more joy? Um, Well, a shift in our perspective from, you could say, this narrow vision to something bigger makes a huge difference. When I mean about the giving stage, I, I come across people a lot that feel like they're giving, giving, giving all the time and they're suffering. They don't get anything back. <clears throat> Maybe that's true, but part of it is giving in a way you want to give. <laughs> so let's say, for example, and this is what I find when people are angry or burnt out. Maybe they've given too much. They've given beyond what they're, they're wanting to give or what they feel they can, Um, and it's It's too much. So, the other thing too is okay, let's say you feel like there's nothing you can give. Well, can you give meditation? Can you give prayer? Can you give positive thoughts? Can you give a smile? Can you give some kind words? And those things bring that energy of kindness and love through you to others. And it is a great way to cultivate more and more happiness in your life and so you start to look out not just for yourself but a little bit more for others a little bit more bigger picture and you might think isn't this obvious well you would think it is but it's not (laughs) um our tribal cultures in the past uh our ancestors probably knew this better than maybe we know it today this how interconnected we all are how essential it is to think of others not just the self and think bigger picture Um, if we feel isolated though, or cut off, that becomes tricky. So some ways to understand that we're interconnected and that you, the energy of what you are is bigger than just your limited perspective is try to foster more connection. Um, So I find that things like trees, nature, the sky, the moon, um, anything that helps inspire you to kind of open up and feel a little bit of connection is really good i generally seen social media and this is why i think social media is, is such a big deal for people is because we crave connection so we're like looking to this technology to make it happen but we don't actually need that technology and i have i've actually seen people feel more empty and worse um through excessive use of social media or excessive use of like video games and stuff like that um We feel better when we can connect and open ourselves up more naturally on our own. And we feel more empowered that way too. So some people are, they choose to focus on the ego perspective. Um, That can be exciting, thrilling to worry, (laughs) be concerned about your survival and what's going to happen every day. Try to control everything, be afraid. Sometimes there can be sort of excitement in that. But generally, I find people get tired of it, and it it really causes a lot of suffering. And it ultimately will keep you in the same loop over and over and over. Um, I find this with some of my clients that have a lot of, you could say, drama. Um, on the outside, if it, you were first introduced to it, you'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so much stuff. But then if you are around long enough, you see the patterns, and a lot of times the the drama is almost on repeat. So it becomes the new norm and they're stuck in it. So at first it can seem thrilling, exciting to have drama, but it doesn't, it's not a long-term solution. Um, The other part of it when we're in the ego perspective is we get stuck in the small self, trying to avoid pain, experience pleasure and survive. So we're trying to do everything we can to hold on to what feels good which way feels bad, and we have stress. That alone causes stress. Um, So one thing with the law of attraction, I know a lot of times people want to use it to attract a relationship, attract um, wealth, a job that they like, different things like that. And it absolutely can work, but I will say something I've learned at least is becoming the energy of that ourself first in my opinion i've seen be essential and that's why i work with clients on the different zones um red zone green zone blue zone of well-being of where they're at and try to focus on um, cultivating a certain emotion or energy you could say uh because that will shift things in their life around them and i've also seen it's a level of high mastery that If you can be at peace and serenity and love, even if things around you are not the way that you wanted or preferred, it doesn't mean you don't keep trying and working for something different, but it means I'm going to feel peace. I'm going to feel love. I'm going to feel happiness or joy in spite of, you know, ABC going on. And that is power. That is, that is very powerful when it's not anymore the outside stuff that is your determiner. So, how do we break this addiction, this attachment, this fear? It has to be the outside stuff in order to be okay. I mean, it's great to get happy about outside stuff, but not be attached and it be essential for our well-being. The giving stage is a beautiful way to break that. You're sort of voluntarily <laughs> breaking the fear. So, for example, let's say, let's say you have $20 in your bank account and you see someone in the street who is begging and You're like, well, I only have $20, but let's say you give them, let's say you give them $2. That could be a little scary, but you've still given something and you've helped break up the narrative and the feeling in your mind that maybe there's not enough. Um, so one way to break out of the loops and patterns, the fear cycles is to do the opposite. So like, let's say I, For example, um, I have a common thing with clients is they want to have good relationships, or maybe they don't feel like they have love. So, some of my clients yesterday really struggle with bringing love into their life, or their relationships lack love. It's like, well, how loving are you, though? So, one way, and that's not to blame anyone, it's just to say one way we can get the ball rolling or get things changed is. You becoming loving yourself, you practicing more love um, in practical ways, intentional ways with other people and ex- in creating that love in your life. So instead of saying, I need to get it from someone or I'm not okay, it's, I'm going to create it myself. And then it draws it in it attracts more of it in. There's like, attracts like, not always, <laughs> but generally speaking, I would say, assuming there's not more going on, if you become, you could say, the embodiment of love, you will attract love. If you become the embodiment of wealth, the energy of wealth, you attract it. Um, but keep in mind, wealth might not be what we like to think of it as with a lot of money. Um, in fact, I'd say some people I've, I've known that have a lot of money, they do not feel wealthy. They they don't see themselves that way. And in a lot of ways, their inner life is is a bit barren and desolate. It doesn't have to be that way. It's just if that's sort of how you've seen wealth, it can be hard to, to switch. And the more you have, sometimes the more you're afraid of losing. But I love the movie A Wonderful Life. I encourage everyone to watch it. Um, but uh, there's... It's 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 such a great example, honestly. You could say of an ego stage gone out of control and then a giving stage, um, a successful giving stage person. So there's the main character, I can't remember his name, but he is so amazing and he he's always giving, always giving to everyone else. And he's he does resent it to an extent and he gives probably more than he, he feels he's able to. But then at the end, um, there's someone who's considered the the wealthiest man in town. Um who steals his money um he's very self-centered very ego-driven he's this miserable human he's this the other guy who steals the money he's just miserable and the main character um people tell him at the end he's the wealthiest man in town he has all these friends all these people that love him all these people that chip in to help him out and he's surrounded by family friends loved ones um A job where he's helping people he makes a difference in the town i mean he's he's considered the wealthiest man in town at the end even though it's not about the money it's because he becomes this embodiment of giving and it's it's really cool so believe it or not people that are actually very giving they can attract quite a bit of wealth um i've heard this mentioned with like mother Teresa, for example um that she attracted and brought in a lot of wealth so the point is, when we shift our perspective to look beyond just ourselves or even those we love, it helps us to open up. So some people are very afraid or like, I have nothing to give. I have nothing at all. I'm totally dried up. I'm I'm depleted. So actually, when we open ourselves up to giving in a new way, and I don't mean giving in a bitter way, but giving out of love, giving out of kindness, giving out of a sense of peace or or just something you want to, it's a choice. You get opened up and more energy flows through you. People ask me sometimes, like, how in the world am I able to do as many sessions as I do and as many things I do as, as much work? And it is because of this principle. Um, the more you open yourself up, the more energy channels through you and you um, can do more. You become more i don't want to say superhuman but you kind of do um i don't think it's superhuman i actually think it's a natural state that we've gotten away from um but the small self like in the movie wonderful life the <clears throat> the grumpy greedy old man who is he just steals and he's terrible um he he has limited energy he's he's Crotchety, he's grumpy, he's unhappy. Um, but when we're focused on the small self, we are shutting ourselves off, we're shutting ourselves down. And um, it does things like the small self then tries to get energy other ways through drama, manipulation, taking from other people, trying to get things from outside experiences. So it's never in a satisfactory state for very long, but it's also not very sustainable. Because um, the small self has less energy, has less power, less force. It is more fragile, honestly. When you give, when you open yourself up, you become less fragile. You become stronger. You become more resilient. You have more energy. Um, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's it's an amazing thing. And you know, another way of putting this is you feel like you're in flow. And that's how I know I feel with my sessions and when I'm helping others is I feel in a state of flow. And what I mean by that is sort of this energy that just flows through me and energizes me. If I sit around all day, just thinking about myself being miserable, I'm going to feel worse or worse. I, you know, I, what I say to clients is, I've never seen anyone become happy and inspired by laying in bed all day, watching TV, or laying on the couch and, you know, not showering. I've never seen that fix anything because it can't. When, unless you have like a illness you're trying to recover from. But you know what I mean? It's it's not it's not the answer. Sometimes the answer is to do the opposite of what we want to (laughs) do. It's counterintuitive. Um it's kind of like when you really need to go to the gym, you probably really don't want to go. Probably, probably you're tired, you don't have motivation, but that's why you need to do it. And then once you start doing it, then you start feeling better. Um with giving if you're in a state of being self-centered, self-focused, even if it's that you're suffering and you're focused too much on your own suffering. um, Do the opposite. Try to think bigger, think bigger than yourself. And there's actually a lot of research to back this up too, that um, if you're suffering from mental health issues, uh, volunteering can be very helpful. Um, A low stress part-time job can be helpful. Getting out of your head, getting out of your repeating cycles that you're stuck in so you can see bigger than yourself. Um it would be like I don't know you're stuck in a little town that has a, a snowstorm and you think that's all there is in the world and and I'm like no, look bigger. A bird's eye view. There's there's more going on. There's there's more than just you. More than just that small experience you're having. Um so The other part of this is (laughs) the more that you go go higher and higher in your perspective you could say a bird's eye view more expansive is one way of putting it is let's say you had a flashlight aimed at the ground and it's like an inch from the ground well the light only is in a small radius and then if you lift it higher lift the flashlight higher and higher in theory, depending on the flashlight, it expands its radius and then higher. Um, you know, and if you think about a light that's at the top of um, in your ceiling is, you know, lighting up the whole room. So it's a bigger perspective is really what I'm talking about here. And giving to others can help break our patterns we're stuck in so we can have that bigger perspective and attract better things into our life. Um, the other thing is the more that you have this bigger perspective, the more that you look back and think, oh my gosh, that limited me focused perspective was kind of a type of hell. It's very you feel very cut off. You feel more empty, isolated. Um, it doesn't feel good. There's a quote from Jim Carrey that I wanted to mention as well. Besides the movie, a wonderful life. Um, I think he says something like, I wish everyone could get rich and famous and have everything they ever dreamed of so they will know it's not the answer. Um, He's not saying don't try to have those good things in your life. It's just those things are things. They are not the ultimate thing that we're looking for. Um, So in terms of sort of an ultimate type of happiness, these outside things are not it. But... um, Sometimes we have to, we have to have our outside situation be a certain way for us to start looking inward. So to shift into the giving stage, it takes some courage because it means having some trust and letting go to clinging and attachment to fear that we will be okay. Um, there's a lot we have so much fear of survival. It's a lot of how our brain is wired, our society's wired, and just the day to day, you know, work of trying to keep things going. Um, but the fear shuts us down, closes us off. It disconnects us. It's, it's not the answer of being afraid. We need to have, you know, it's not bad to have a little bit of fear can help motivate you beyond that. It's very destructive. So through opening ourselves up to giving, we are opening ourselves up to a greater flow of love, joy, compassion, connectivity, and happiness. Um, So this experience of going to the giving stage means that we give, even if we don't feel like giving, you maintain a balance, but you maintain a balance of giving receiving. Um, But you don't think when I give, it's taking away from me. There's a trust that when I give, I'm going to have enough to give. Don't, you know, but of course there has to be a balance here. You have to balance yourself and others. It shouldn't be all one way or the other. But the life energy that exists in you, it exists in others. And so when you practice giving your time, energy, love, or just positive thoughts to others, it expands and connects you more and more. Um, It helps you shift your perspective more and more to something greater. You also bring that love into your life. In the giving stage, you become more and more free of the small limiting self that has all this fear and you shift more into love, which believe me, feels way better. So through giving to others and to something greater than ourself, we become liberated from the small self. This allows for more and more good to flow through our lives. <clears throat> so it's sort of the opposite of how a lot of times we think. I find that's true for a lot of things is that it's like backwards. Um, giving does not take away from us. It actually gives to us because it opens us up more and more like, like that flashlight that's going up higher and you know, the light's going higher um, from the ground. It means you're able to see from a greater perspective. You're flowing a lot more love. You have more positivity and it makes you stronger and more powerful, not less powerful. Um, Actually being too focused on yourself will ultimately make you fragile and weaker. So, um, you know, just to give a brief example. So, um, I've been so pleased and and happy with how my whole wedding has come, you know, come about and everything that's been going on. And I, I've maintained the perspective the whole time of, okay, this is a nice day for me. I'm, I'm excited about this, but this is also a celebration for everyone. So everyone that's involved on any level, it's, it's a time to celebrate and seeing it as about, it's bigger than me. And people are not separate from me has been really cool. And it's just been a, it's been a blessing. So trying to see yourself and others is very liberating. And the giving stage is a huge part of this. Um, And in terms of attracting things you want into your life, the more and more you can let go of the small fearful self, the more you open up. And the more you can attract, that's really awesome. All right, so much love. And um, I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day and that this was helpful. Please feel free to reach out if you have any questions. See you all later. Thank you for listening to Happiness Learned. Dr. Sarah will be back next week with more of her teachings designed to help you live the life you have always wanted. Visit Dr. Sarah at www